Where to start? Like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did you start? Yeah. Oh, we're recording. We're recording. Oh. Surprise, surprise. Well, hello, listeners. Hey, you guys. We have a VIP. From way back when. The first guest, supposedly. So ignore every other guest that we've had. This is the first one. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> so we have with us our he's a he's a loving brother, a treasurable son, a has a beautiful face. Grandchild. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do that whole like yeah. Um no, so our our bestest mostest hostess well not to be confused with the pillsbury like hostess like i do little, look like that sometimes well, <laughs> no no he's the one when running out to buy champagne to bring back to the 412 and i said and not just any champagne just make sure it's not cheap <laughs> and he's like Shows up with a thousand dollar bottle. Can you imagine? In a box. So it's the VU. It's the V E U V E. Clicko. I've actually been to the Champagnery. In France? I have. Wow. I believe it. So, this is, without further ado, this is Andrew Rafe. Rafa. Hello, I'm Andrew. <laughs> sometimes known as Gaga. Sometimes known, yes, sometimes known as Gaga, sometimes known as Andy, sometimes rarely known as... Andy. Rarely Andy. Sometimes right. known as Riri. Oh. Really? By whom? That's a new one. Riri's um, a very specific type of Andrew. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So, prior to the recording, we all were a little downcast, a little down in the mouth, thinking it's the end of the world as we know it. But, you know, with a little champagne, we're feeling fine. A little party never hurt nobody. No. <laughs> right. Where's Fergie? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a lot going on. Yeah, we were talking the about... the world. We were talking about the whole trending world, world three... And the Mind things which, that are which the memes are killing. They like, these are the greatest memes I, of all time. I stand the memes. <laughs> like I'm there for them. I'm supporting them. I am sharing them. I just received my new iPhone, so I don't even know how to oh, work. Oh, she's it. not a Samsung girl so, anymore. I know. Thank oh, God. Because Bertie, if Samsung is listening, I'm not about you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Samsung. Bertie just bullied me into tracking me my every move. Mm-hmm. I have yet to be her first FaceTime call. Oh, which you tried. I did. Okay, so and then, you know the No, mo- and then you know when you decline it <laughs> yeah. and then it goes to the little thing and then it gives you the call back or and like you just send keep a calling. Message. I was like, mm-hmm. call, call, call. You're gonna answer me. Katie, get it together. She's Katie, get it together. texting <laughs> me like, I don't have my face on. Okay, first of all, you were texting me and in the mansion that is the 412, we were in our respective boudoirs. Yeah. And you were texting me, and I'm like, I'm just really trying to see Jack's proposed to Brittany no, on wow. Rules. I don't know how you watch Vanderpump Rules. Oh, my God. They're just trash human not? beings. No, I oh my love God, them. Andrew. I'm sorry. They really are. They're That's not really controversial. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. They're just, they treat everybody like crap. Like, it's so sad. Okay, but those girls know how to wear a spaghetti strap. They're beautiful. Dresses, That's the whole like point of LA. Buddy's business. LA is full it's of beautiful LA. people who are extremely fake. So, speaking of LA, Andrew Ruffay, mm-hmm. what brought you out to our fair city? City um, of Angels, of which now you are one of the guardian angels. I would say the city of fallen angels. Also very relevant to who I am. (laughs) But also because I've been watching Lucifer and you should watch it if you haven't. No, I have. I watched the first season. He's very witty. I just didn't like the girl. I'm not a fan of the, that's the my thing Chloe too. Is I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of the the female the female lead. Right, she's, it gets she's better. Kind of, she's kind of like bloody. everything in life, it gets better. <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to our guest, um, I moved to LA 
when I was a junior in high school, um, my transitioning into my senior year. Did you get really heavy into drugs? Is that what brought you here? Um, I was actually in a gang. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. What? No, oh, I'm just it's funny. So I have a tattoo on my arm. You guys know of it. It's a. It says "Bad Kids," which is a Lady Gaga song. Right. And I convinced my aunt when I first moved here, and this is a hundred percent true story, that I was in a gang, and that's why my mom sent me to live here because she had no idea I was moving here. Were oh you? my god! And Did she think it was like Will Smith and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? I I'm not even sure of that that reference, but okay. let's Have say you not it. seen the Fresh Prince? I mean, I've seen it here and there, but I've never been like a die-hard watch through. Even though it's a phenomenal oh, show, we've seen it all. Yeah, it's a great show. But the so I moved here and I was explaining to my aunt. I was like, yeah, like it's been really hard for me. So I had to join this gang. It was in Ohio and all oh these other guys. And then I'm and part she, of the West Coast brand. She <laughs> believed me. No, Wait, she really did. No, like, she I believed didn't me. see that, though. And my aunt is very... a, She's not a dumb person. She's, like... She makes, like, close to a million dollars a year. She's, like, super successful. So I just acted my ass off. And I literally <laughs> was going <laughs> for it. You were part of I game. literally she's made her... Like, she was asking me all these questions. But, yeah. She's so, like, so what's your role? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I... I mean, um, how long is the money? I, like, I, what's I, up? I wish I was intelligent enough to wire money. That would be so much fun from other people. Wait. Launder money, excuse me. Oh, okay. I mean, I can wire money. Right. Open my chase app. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> right. I think um, you're intelligent enough to do that. Yeah. So I moved here in 2012. I was 17 years old, going into senior high sc- uh, senior year of my high school, and I moved to Granada Hills, California, and I went to school at Granada Hills, and I moved out here because I was not happy with who I was living in Cleveland. Right. And I just wanted to live a better life, and it took a while for me to. So, quick question though: Who close were people. you? Who were you? Um, I was a very sad person. I was not happy with a lot of the things going on in my life. I wasn't happy with who I was. I was I was around three hundred pounds. What? When I oh, first no. moved, yeah, yeah. Oh. When I, big, I was I was a pretty big guy, and I um I moved down here and. Just for the record, Andrew Faye is gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks. He's don't believe it, but yeah. Don't think me. No, he's I already stunning. told you. Yeah. He has these gorgeous hazel eyes. The that eyes. Just <laughs> the tell eyes. you the truth. <laughs> the eyes. All the time. Yes. People call me a puppy. I get it. No, mm. nobody's ever called, <laughs> called me a puppy. You know what? Andrew like, the puppy is here with us. And he's name here names to stay. because we've never heard that and we're very close with you. No, I know. I'm just joking. No one ever has like, called me a puppy. I've been called Teddy Bear a lot just because I'm a little chunky, but I like my No, chunky. but you are. Fireworks. You are Teddy Bear. But yeah, thank you. Were you just name Looking at the, the fireworks uh-huh. that are going off at Universal Studios? <laughs> Wait, just... they're there again. Are they really? Yes. Ooh. Oh, how beautiful. Yeah, that's okay. our, you guys have a lucky view because my view. So I live in PH six at the social at the social You're with socialized. with Birdie and Katie. Six. Yes, yes, penthouse number six. I've been here for a little over three years, and it's my favorite place I've ever lived in my life. Oh, I have all my family, magical. my chosen family around me, and my other family does live here in la now as well they followed me to la after i moved here from ohio love and i have two beautiful homes i have one here and i have one at my mom's house oh my goodness and yours, fabulous your sister hosted the new year's eve party last year no mark that was mark's oh, sister that was but my mom okay, my no, sister mark. did host a new year's party this year because she was like i'm sick of going to all these like arab functions because i'm lebanese but mm-hmm. she's like i'm sick of going to all these arab functions and like sitting and like smoking a hookah or gossiping she's like i'm gonna throw a party and she apparently threw a party that was just as lit as our party which was like 75 people at my mom's Yo, house was, wow hold on wait no there's always going to be, you're there's ready. always going to be an airplane i know i know but that's why i mix it up i don't want our our words to get lost okay. yeah with the so fucking yeah it was it's been an amazing new year so far I've been really, I've been getting a lot closer with all my friends because that is one of my resolutions is to, you know, reach out more and spend more time with the people that I love that love me and that take care of me. I love Perfect. that. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like everyone should do that. You're one of my very favorite going out to a restaurant dining companions. 
like so much fun. That is one thing that I am so prideful of is you, like I appreciate you, don't get me wrong, but I appreciate every person that knows me always tells me, and I think this is the coolest thing, I'm the, apparently the greatest person to eat meals with, and I don't understand <laughs> why. Oh, you are. They owe, like John Dell, who's our friend. Right. Uh, John, John Lewis Dell. John Lewis Dell literally is like he can, he's he lives in Puerto Rico and he moved back, he came back for the holiday and is like the only thing I want to do with you, Andrew, is go out to eat. <laughs> like I love uh-huh. it. I live. I live. Well, because you're so like savvy about so much, and you you know you have an exquisite palate. It feels like a sophisticated evening when we go out. Like, when we went to La Petite Chateau. Here in North Hollywood. (laughs) Right! Across the street from the Toyota. (laughs) (laughs) With the turrets. It's so gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's so delicious. Partially through the meal, we just stepped out to have a a little chat on the sidewalk. And they were so cool about it. They're like, well, we're Europeans, so why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. It was so nice to just get that. I love going out to dinner. Katie takes me to dinner every birthday for the past like three years Mm -hmm. literally for three years last this year we went to this past year we went to st anne's we went to st anne's wait did we go to bruce brothers no, I have. I've yet to be to. Bruce, I have yet oh, to go to Bruce because that's oh, the, so the joke about my not so future husband. When they're he's building. so good looking though. You should date him. You know they're twins. Are they they're not twins? Not twins. They just if they're look bro- alive. If they're brothers. Brother. Who cares? That's more fun. <laughs> no, but they're both like skin heads, like with a beard, like muscular. Not to be confused with racist skinheads, just to be at all. Clear. Well, whatever. I don't. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, skinhead was uh, originated. I don't remember where it was originated, but essentially it was a like an act of protest against the government, and then it became a thing in America. Very Hitler youth. Very Hitler youth. Very oh, Nazi like. Really? Yeah. No. Very alt right. Alt white. Right. We, so, so here well, when I say skinhead, <laughs> I mean their heads are just literally shaved too. Like Kim Palmer. The skin. <laughs> so, no, it was the cutest story. Should we recount that? Yeah, go for it. I want to hear your take of it. Okay. So, we were doing a Lemley NoHo 7 on Lancashire <laughs> movie night. And there was like a crowd of us walking up. And Stephen and I were ahead of everybody. And then they were, that's when they were building it. Yeah. And there was this man like sanding the front of it with a cute dog. And Stephen, of course, had to stop to talk to the dog. Uh And we had a little chat and we moved forward. And then Andrew's like, or McGinnis, oh, that's your next husband. That's my future stepdad. Exactly. And then Andrew's like, I just need you to like marry into a family where we're going to the restaurant. And then all oh my god, I remember yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> where we can all go just to hang out and have beers. I'll be ordering the Stellas, and at some point, this man is going to say, "Okay, your friends keep coming over to order the Stellas for free on the house. It has to stop." That's <laughs> literally what I want. You I just want a guy to tell me no, like to tell me no. You can't order any more alcohol. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, <laughs> but you a bartender. I mean, you came up with a narrative that was so entertaining, and I think. It was more entertaining than the movie that we saw because I can't even remember. I remember exactly what, what movie, the movie it was. What was? It was Revenge. <gasps> that that indie movie oh, about that girl where she just went bad ass. So that was oh, one of the best that was action movies movie. I have ever seen. Mm. It was phenomenal. It came out in two thousand seventeen. I love any action movie with a strong female. Version. Oh, but the thing and not to be confused with the series Revenge, where it's also another phenomenal. Another phenomenal, yeah. Well, the first season was phenomenal. Well, the listen, second season. Isn't it on Netflix? I yeah. feel like I keep seeing it. My goal is show. to look like Madeline Stowe in her, those, oh, those dresses. What do you call those dresses? That like wrap so, dresses? They're so tight, form-fitting. Just like... Like a bodycon? Pretty much. A bodycon would be like a super tight, form-fitting, and they're usually made out of like a really... Stretchy material. Hard, like, stretchy material. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little polyester a with built-in spanks. Yeah. Listen. She looks phenomenal on that she's show. She's 
and she's beautiful. She's beautiful. If oh. I could age like that woman, I would, I would for sure do it. If well, I'll pay money. My goal is to age like J Lo. So, mm. um, of course, the Puerto Rican jeans are with me. So, Bless and you you've seen my mom. Your, your mom looks so Your mother so looks like young. she's twenty-one. She's yeah, going on fifteen. Hurricane Jacqueline. Hurricane Jacqueline. <laughs> she and I are in a constant fight all the time. Oh my god, that's so true. Because my mom wants her when she goes to Florida, she wants her to stay at her house. And of course, Katie's like, "No, I'll get my own hotel." She's like, "No, the most I can do is three days." And my mom's like, "No, three then days I'm is stretching. Never, I'm never going it. to to stay at your house ever again. When I visit, I'm gonna stay at a hotel and blah blah." And she's so dramatic. I just can't wait till we all travel. Oh, I can't. Wait. I'm ready. I'm ready too. I'm finally financially stable to go travel. Bertie and I are we're planning a trip. To where? Well, first we need to take the show Europa? on the road. What? Europa. Europa. But prior to Europa. Well, because in Spanish it's Europa. It is. Okay. So, yeah. It's always a confusing thing for me when I've traveled to Europe that what we know in America as the names, like Rome. Roma, like they yeah. uh, they change Roma. it up. How dare they? How dare we? Exactly. I was just saying that in jest. Mm. Anyway, Andrew, getting back to your story. So that I mean that was gutsy. Yeah, I moved within a month. Like I told all my friends, I was like, I already bought my ticket. I'm gonna move before the new year, like the new school year, and it was definitely not the best change at first. I didn't have many friends. I didn't mm-hmm. no, actually, I didn't like have any anywhere. friends. I didn't have any friends for a long time. And I was just spending time with my sister who was living here at the time. And then No, especially going into high school culture. Especially here in Los Angeles where it's so different than Cleveland. Come on. But oh wait, so you went to high school here? I went to high school in Granada, yeah. What um what but grade? Which which high school? Senior year. Granada Hills Charter. Oh, and I went there my senior year for my last year of high school to state residency. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Academy of Art University after. I did online classes at Academy of Art University. Beautiful. I got my AA and then I was like, ugh, I hate school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep it. But well, stay in school. Stay in school. Uh, I just can't. We always say stay in school, but as... Katie um, says stay I will say that only as long as it serves you because, Andrew, you are an artist. Like... Everything you do is a just thousand percent exquisite. Even the way that he takes a ship, a ship, a sip. <laughs> Woo! Bitch, how many sips have I taken? Actually, not many. Like, this has been our lightest cocktails. I know it's because because I, we're it's I'm not I'm not a heavy drinker. So like, like if I was heavy drinking with you guys, no, probably we're not different. heavy drinkers either. No, I know I, I, know I would encourage you more. For us, it's more so like. We, we roll with the punch of our guests. So mm-hmm. it's like, whatever you're handling. Like, we know our limits. So it's like, if you want another cocktail and we can't handle another cocktail, it's like, okay, well, I'll have some wine with you. I'll have, yeah. you know, I'll have a little bit of champagne. I'll do this. But like, you know, so you don't feel like you're drinking alone ever. <laughs> no. The hospitality. We don't mind you drinking alone. Like, <laughs> everyone can have their little glass of wine and stare moodily out the window and no one is judging you. And if they are, cut them out. Come through indie movies. Drinking wine by yourself, reading a book. (laughs) I love it. But yeah. So and then I met our friends. I met your son. And I met Wally. Birdie. So that would be McGinnis. McGinnis. I met McGinnis. I met Birdie. And we just hit it off. And we became the best of friends. Inseparable. For years now. Yes. For years. And, and I couldn't I wouldn't ask to change one moment of it. I'll add this. I love this that. is something that not many people know. But me my whole existence here in LA would not even be like this show wouldn't even be I would like nothing would be had this guy right here, Andrew, not taken me Buffet. not taking me in when you know sometimes you need help and he was there to help me in a time where I really needed help and he was the one that you know that made it a possibility to even be here for me 
because you, you are deserving of it you're deserving of Thanks. all the love and the friendship that we have to give and you give it right back to us so and once yeah. once everyone had met you love no turning back it's no like one of those back. magnetic relationships where you genuinely cannot pull those people apart it's it's so true um birdie as you guys know her versus i know her as wally yes and she is just one of those lights that you cannot diminish it doesn't matter how much how much fire extinguishers you have the fire (laughs) will never go out how much you try how much you try doesn't matter who tries her she will come through come through 100 percent and come through and be true and that's the thing honesty Honesty and i talk a lot about this and especially in the last few episodes where you know it's again reflection time we're just like we're not wasting any more time investing in people that are not like that interested in us right which is like Basically, everyone is interested in us. Which, <laughs> Thankfully, but if they're if they're not gonna do, you're their, not pulling your weight. Then get out. The thing and about relationships. I really is, wanted that to rhyme. <laughs> Shut up. The thing about the thing about relationships <laughs> is that it doesn't always have to be a give and take with every relationship. But when you find that relationship where there's so much giving, there's right. so much love and support and positive energy always given to you it's one of those things where you genuinely cannot dismiss that relationship it's one of those things where you just constantly fight for it of course it's those relationships that you say oh we'll never grow apart because we choose not to grow apart we choose to stay in each other's lives mm-hmm. and put in the work yeah because relationships are Our work 100 percent. doesn't matter oh, what kind of relationship and then me being a teacher when i have children that are just Every day, they're showing up. They're on time. They're excited. They're giving it their all. Um, where I have to be, okay, I now I need to be on point. I need to be smarter. I need to be figuring out things that are going to enhance their life because I learned so much from them that when I run across grown-ups or, like, supposed grown-ups that are just slacking off, oh I'm God, like... you were saying this. I'm like, no, you know what? life is a little too short for that it's crazy sorry it's crazy when you meet like a fully grown adult like it well within their years that Uh is genuinely not mature in the (laughs) sense of like their day-to-day actions but within their relationships and the way they communicate when you meet those adults that are still working on those kind of things and you meet someone like-minded at your age or even younger (coughs) than you and you see how mature it comes like their relationship level is the way that they can communicate with you solidify your love and your respect it's it's incredible you can't ever it's so hard to find that nowadays especially in our city i feel like that's that's our situation at this table we're all different ages wait a second I just wait. I just wanted like I have a little rebuttal. Oh, of course. So I agree with you to the point where I think everyone's still a work in progress. And of course. It, and it really, for me, it is rare that someone of whatever certain age has it all figured out. Um, but you're coming at me with our city. <laughs> no, but I feel like first off, no, you're I'm San Franciscan. Well, I'm fifth generation San Franciscan. Yeah, I on feel my like father's side. What he's what he's saying is yes, everyone's a work in progress, and you know, not everyone has it figured out. But I feel like there's a basic understanding of how you behave in a relationship and how you like you need a certain level of consciousness and self awareness to be able to maneuver your relationships in a healthy way yeah so i feel like that's what you're saying when yeah, at any age when you can find that yeah and just like someone who's so there with it especially at our age though that's what right. i was trying to get at because people at our age in the city are genuinely still trying to figure it out so I was saying well, to be okay. and figure it out as far as like within their relationship, like yeah. how to treat people. So because of, you know, by all means, we don't have it figured out. 
So at I, all. I, I do understand that. And again, when we started the podcast, it was all about the the twenty two and the five nine. So which you, is now you 23 are, and 60. You are very young. So now let me retract my rebuttal. Okay. It's just that I find you so mature. And of course, Birdie is the oldest soul That's so true. on the planet. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel immature around you. Li- Hold on, wait. <laughs> I forget that y'all can't see. I just rolled my eyes so hard. And snapped your little finger. Yeah, and shook my head. It was like, kind of like I was going into shock. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, that's why I always appreciate the people around now. Yes. We love you so much. And... I'll, I'm just advocating for you putting in new floors to the PH6. <laughs> oh. Because that... Long we were just like, having when this you, talk. When you brought that up, I'm like, inside, internally, I'm like, sweet. That guarantees a few more years. Yeah, I know. Of <laughs> you being at the social, which we all love. It's, it's definitely my home. I don't want to leave because I love the just people here. I love the family here that's the one thing it's like why would i want to move somewhere where i'm away from everybody that i want to see every day honestly that's like a huge fear of mine because we for those of you who (laughs) don't know no we have such a close-knit like tight group like we're all family like it's like hey we need a blender like we're calling up to the ph6 we're calling down to the three whatever it is because (laughs) they moved the 304 and it's like hey can i borrow your blender yeah i'm gonna bring it right up and then you have like a little moment you catch up and it's just so dope to have like that experience especially in a city like this and still feel like it's family yeah it goes back to my roots like being a child basically of the 60s in san francisco where I'm not saying my parents were in a commune because, no, they weren't. They were, like, completely <laughs> conservative. Yet, it was that, that was the feel of you can just be friends with someone you might not know that well and be cool with it and whatever you need, you ask. You don't have to beg. It's just like, I'm borrowing this or I'm exchanging right, that like, or I'm bartering. Cool. It's just like that very open society communication and community that true sense of community and that's something katie has really passed on to her her kids yeah so because we're we're really close friends with her her kids and that's literally how they are like yeah they just everything it's like i will give you the shirt off of my back like and i've witnessed it i've literally i've seen it like my laptop my apple laptop Oh my god, uh, McGinnis just handing out his laptops, handing out his sneakers, no, handing out like, his jackets. To to a homeless man. He yeah. was telling me the one story where um or I forget who the hell told me, but he like helped this homeless man and gave him his computer. He was like this aspiring writer who like you know, down on his luck, whatever the case was, like booked him a flight to go back with family, gave him his laptop. You didn't know about this? Of course you didn't know. <laughs> of course you didn't know. But these are those are the beautiful <laughs> those are the beautiful moments of like <laughs> Oh, she's literally screaming in silence. Katie's having a heart attack. <laughs> she's just so proud of her children. No, so but proud. that's how you know you've done <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Like that's your emotion is true. You raised really good children. You raised really well. I mean, a loving little and supporting too children. giving sometimes. Sure. <laughs> but it's there. Like, the emotion, the intent, the just wanting to care for someone and, like, knowing that you can, so you do. Yeah. I will say, I'm not responding to any of that. <laughs> that's just, like, change of the subject. It's like, yeah. Way too much. But I will say, there was one day when I picked up my children from preschool in Glendale and Susanna Wesley Girl. and we're driving we're driving down Central and there was a homeless man on the, the street and Max said pull over so we can give a dollar like mom do you have a dollar to give yeah. and I'm like in preschool yes Aww. and 
Killian in the back, my savvy, wise financial. He's like, <laughs> um, financial wait. Financial is like, we could invest that dollar. <laughs> we could get a return on it. Then we can set right. up a whole account for this homeless man. He'll make so much more money. So I do love my sons, and they are amazing. They truly are. I feel like that kind of people. kindness also rubs off, though. Like, it, yeah. it's contagious. Like, you see someone being so giving and so loving, and then it makes you want to reciprocate. It makes you want to do the same and, you know, just give too. Well, I think that the community that has been created and I don't want to take credit for your generation of it because you've all done that is so magical so loving inclusive accepting progressive and important mm-hmm. like vitally important to what's going to happen next of course and if there's any way I can like be supportive of that on it well, you are like the the whole thing about it is your support is raising children that understand that life isn't always about you. It's about the people around you and the way that you make them feel, and the way that you improve other people's situations. Like, but speaking also of an, keeping yourself in mind. Yeah, but speaking of the same thing, we sitting with one person that does the same thing is Wally, is Birdie. Yes. Birdie, you take in people that need your help. You mm-hmm. let them live with you. You let them. Mm-hmm. And even if sometimes it doesn't work out and, you know, some people aren't as respectful or aren't as appreciative, it's it's so amazing that you do that kind of stuff. Because it's just like as much as Mac and uh, Killian and all of our friends are so generous, like it's, you know, be aware of who you are as well because you're the same way. Well, thank you. Well, but and this is why a, I'm also there's so... There's a reason... Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. I'm just, this is why I'm also so protective of Birdie is because we've lived together. We've been friends for a long time. And there is like, for me, a legacy of how you became friends in the first place and Andrew as well. It's like, it doesn't feel like, so what, three years ago or five years ago or whatever it's way more historical right like more in the dna of the world that we would become friends right so when anyone Damn, comes bro, you took a d <laughs> <laughs> now it's the dna of the world Damn, girl. but, but so it when it when it comes time. to when someone's trying to mess that up yeah i'm no longer putting up yeah so for me like and thank you for saying that but i made a promise to myself back when i first moved to la and i was experiencing all this homelessness and just like not knowing where i was gonna lay my head jumping from couch to couch like sleeping in the car having all of my clothes and my things packed like in trash bags in the trunk like having this bag that i would take to my two jobs three jobs sometimes i would remember like just like having my essentials because i didn't know where i was gonna be once i exited that like with the help that i received to get out of that i always said that i would pay it forward like if i can i will because i've been there right like i have i've felt it it. and i'm like listen if i can even if it makes me uncomfortable even if i'm like you know, giving up the space that I do have, like, nothing compares to being able to help someone when they really need it and helping someone get on their feet. Because that's how I got here. Like... And it's a fine line. Thank God someone looked at me and was like, let me help you. Like... Well, it's also because of the energy that you put out to the world. You... I remember... So I was Birdie's manager when I first met her. Yes. And Aldo, and Aldo right? I, Aldo, okay. correct. In the Burbank Mall. And, um, I love any shout out to Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember my first day when I was transferred to that store, Birdie was the first person that walked in the door in the morning that said, hello, I'm so excited to meet you. I'm excited the relationship that we're going to build and how we're going to work well together. And not one person since that day since that day it's been years has 
shown the same kindness and respect to someone they've never met. And that was the moment I knew that I loved and respect Wally because I can love easily and I can respect easily. Mm-hmm. And I knew that was the moment I loved and respect Wally more than oh. the people that I love and respect regularly. Oh. Because you showed that kindness, you showed that love, and you still do that to this day. Every person you meet, at every party, at every bar, at everywhere we've ever gone, you do the same thing. You give them that love and that attention you feel like they need just so that they can feel happy with where they are at that moment. And that's why we're friends. That's why you're my sister. And it is so true because my close group of friends, like (coughs) prior, that are still like a huge part of our life, like let's the Palmers, mm-hmm. Samantha, yeah, Ashley, love, them. love like they're <clears throat> as obsessed with Birdie as everybody else in the world exactly. that's ever met her. Exactly, yeah. and they're like they were so worried when it became because one of our taglines is it's cocktails and conversation with yeah. a hey with a hey and divorcee. So I had I have a huge support group that are protective of me and then they're like so who is this person what is the roommate situation and are so happy and proud and a little jelly i mean who couldn't be like every time i walk into this (laughs) home i feel more welcome than most places i've ever been in my entire life it's so funny you say that because so recently i've been like you know i'll invite friends over and stuff because i'm I'm never usually like the, oh, come over to my house. Like, I'm usually going somewhere. But lately, I've been inviting people in. And the first thing that they say when they come in is like, wow, this feels like a home. Yeah. Even the the neighbor girl that lives on our floor, she came in to... Wait. Okay. We have to give her a chance, right? Sure. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that story. Sure. <laughs> we'll no, get to but that story. She walked in. The first thing she said, wow, this feels like a home. Right. And I feel like that's our, that's our goal. Just but it's not only your home, it's your heart. Like, that's really what it is. Like, when you meet someone that has that heart, but it's, it's kind of like, like wow, they home, are a home. Like, you think of a home. No, this is a show place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's an, like a... It's an art Exhibit. Installation. An art exhibit for sure. And then... Don't think we just, have shabby chic furniture because we do not. No. We have a... We have a... a velvet... Lounge. Couch. Burgundy fainting couch. We have a fainting couch. So if you ever do wish to be a guest and win one of our lottery guests where we will wine and dine you it's k-t-i-e-a-n-d-b-e-r-t-i-e-a-t-f-o-u-r no girl what? you forgot 12 no i didn't get to that part oh, i just spelled out the form never mind at the 412 all spelled out at gmail at gmail whatever andrew andrew has made us a practically in blood promise that when we go on hiatus which will be week after next that we're getting our social media together our we're, marketing yes and we're taking the show on the road yeah we're you also, people in taiwan and in france that are listening yes. and most Girl, we got you washington dc washington dc our capital right. no, let's have, not talk about washington okay. dc today no. true no but um Snaps. Uh, what the hell was I gonna say? I don't know, but your fingernails oh. are so long. I know. <laughs> Honestly, they feel short to me. What? Why? You were scratching my arm last night, and it felt so nice. <laughs> oh, this. I wanted to say this. So for our last episode, we're gonna do something that we never done before. Mm-hmm. We are doing a live episode party here at the four twelve, and we're gonna have all of our. Friends, family, fans. Fans. Um, and we're just going to try that live situation. We are. So. We're going to be on two chairs. And we'll, we're going to have mics and people are going to be able to ask questions. We're going to record it. And we need to let our all of our friends, a.k.a. Shills, know 
come up with questions. Like, we know you're curious. Like, why? Like, your cousin, our Oh, BF, yeah. So, we la- were talking to him uh, last, last night. night. And he's like, please tell me the story again. How did Katie and Birdie even come to be? Like, what? what is this? Loving the banter, the repartee. And then he wanted, like, a behind the scenes. <laughs> right. and, like, um, and we gave it to him. We did, but those are never recorded. <laughs> no. no, and I was saying the whole time we should be recording this. This is one of our best episodes. But I kept saying, no, we have Andrew tomorrow. Right. Well, question. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Pre-next week. Since it's the new year, it's the third, right? The third? Is it? The third. Friday the third of January 2020. Friday the third. Do you guys have... What is the one thing, excuse me, what is the one thing that you guys want to do this year that is going to make you happy? For Katie and Birdie? For individual, yeah, for individual. Like, for, for you and then for Birdie... Wait, so... Like, what is one thing you... Katie? Girl, like, us oh. separately, because we're not joined at the hip. <laughs> we're not. Actually, Katie Birdie is, like, only a fraction of our lives. Yeah. So, for me, Katie, well, I will be <coughs> completing my UCLA nonfiction writing certificate program and um, hiring an editor, agent, and publisher wow. to publish my work my writing work. as you deserve because you're such a great writer have yes. you even read one word i have you sent me a short story when we first met and i read it and i critiqued oh. it if you don't remember but thank you okay by the way i've improved upon it so i can only imagine how much better you've become like you're not See, a, that's you're not you, a stagnant person you did read it at all and i think you have your sister read it i think so yeah okay so that <coughs> Okay, if I could not even love you more, <laughs> you're now our most favorite guest of all time. Well, I was a yes. favorite guest before I even came on. <laughs> Duh. I was supposed to be the first guest. Like I said, you are. Disregard every other guest. <laughs> but these women refused to allow me in this house to record because they just knew how crazy it would get. We knew. <laughs> we, had, we had our speculation. Yeah. No. Um... Hold on, wait. So I get to answer. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, bring no. it to me. <laughs> no. Um, I feel like for me, for me, it's a lot more personal. I want to, you know, get far enough into my transition where I feel comfortable. Like in my every, in my day to day, every day, just like life. So that's my biggest goal this year. And just like. You know, getting everything where it needs to be. Okay. I love what it. about you? Um, I want to, <laughs> of course. <laughs> We're both li- lifting our champagne glasses. I know. Like, and leaning in. Like, what are Do you, you tell us, I just want to stop making excuses for doing the things that I want to do to make myself happy. Got it. I constantly make excuses, and you guys both know this, know this about me, to halt the things that I will need and want to do to progress my career, to progress my happiness, to progress my relationships. It's been a problem for me for the past two years now, where I'm just kind of disconnected with who I want to be. Right. And now I know who I want to be, and I know exactly who I am. Okay. And I don't want to make any more excuses. And that's my biggest... And you won't. I you won't. won't because we because won't you're let not. that happen. Yes, exactly. And cheers and to that. And cheers, cheers to... Can we get a cheers. round of... a nice little thing. Yes. Katie and Bertie with Andrew at the Ford. <laughs> 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 do we want like to talk about no I'm saying do we want to add Andrew like is that gonna be a thing I think we should have an entire season where I'm, <laughs> I'm the guest we, we are so fluid and flexible of course and we should talk some about more flexible than others because some oh. of us do hot yoga every day <laughs> literally every day every day Bikram <laughs> I'm telling you this lady's limber and loose for 60 but 
when, insane... it, when it comes to the Christmas decorations, what oh, was no, I not level. flexible on? Christmas decorations. When look. we were talking about, oh, I'm going to be so open. And oh, my <laughs> God. No, Katie's always, she always does this where she's like, I'm like, Katie, some things are going to have to move, like, for Christmas. Like, we're having to set up all this stuff. And she's like, yeah, I'm so open. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, you would think This was just for sure after a martini or a A thousand percent open. <laughs> sure. So I'm like, sure. okay, cool. I, like, move something or I hang something up. And she's like, what are you that doing? is not going there. Like, oh, no, that needs to come down right now. When I walked into the front door. Yes, I'm where like, I, no. Okay, so I hung the stockings and Katie... <laughs> chose this stocking for Killian. No, I did not choose. Which is Killian huge. Like, it's it like a six-foot stocking. Exactly. So I hung it on the wall, like, next to our other stocking. But it just didn't go with the decor. And Katie's, like, walks through the door, like, doesn't even say hi. She's like, that is not staying there. That needs to come down right now. And I'm like, but Katie, what about being open? And then I'm like... She no, you were actually w- more worried about hurting Killian's she feelings. Thought, she would have thought I was shady if I didn't hang it at all. I'm like, no. She's like, no. I'm taking it down. I'm he knows what he was asking for when He'll he got have a six-foot stocking. In that stocking. Who has a six-foot stocking? <laughs> it's like, literally, if I was thin enough, <laughs> I can just stand in it. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, you are tall. Mm-hmm. You have a really nice height. You are oh, very you. tall. Much against whatever you're measured at, Mr. P's. Doctor no, but Thomas. I kind of like being able to tell guys that I'm five eight. <laughs> so I'm, I'm why small, don't you but share the goals for Katie and Birdie? I'm I'm just gonna run to grab something. Okay. So goals for Katie and Birdie. We are trying to take the show on the road. Ooh, road We're trip. trying to do a live show somewhere in Los Angeles. We're Trying to pick the perfect venue for us. Because I feel like this podcast is like... Ready. It's, you know, it's for a select few people. I don't feel like it's the kind of thing you just, like, walk into any kind of open mic and just... Yeah, hear Hey, this is us. Like, this is what (laughs) we do. And just drunk us out on stage. Like, hey. Hey. So, um, we are trying to figure that out. But that is why we want to start doing live shows at the 412 to kind of do like a little prep, get us ready for that and just like feel what the ambiance is going to be and just get comfortable with so many people because it's so easy when it's just us. But Katie and I were talking about this last night where apparently she's comfortable on stage. I'm nervous, but... I can rise to the occasion. Well, I think and, it's super yeah. important if you if you do take this show on the road, which you will, right. that you guys just stay true to who you guys are. That's the thing. While you're recording, you can't but, really put a front on. But also, and this is what I was saying um, yesterday, where when we record, I just think of the future, like five years down the line or whatever the case is, or three years or two years. Where we're sitting here, like, in our peak, and it's like, oh, someone said something a little racier. Someone said this. And it's like, it gets brought up. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how you see in social media every day. It's like feels cancel like. culture? Yeah. Or, like, like the Jeffree Star situation where he was, like, saying all this racial shit and blah, blah. I mean, yeah, and mind you, it, that's not us. No, not us. But we don't want a situation similar where it's like, oh, but this bitch said this on Katie and Birdie. Like, blah, blah. Well, I think that's the whole point of an open conversation. Is so, Even if somebody says something incorrect, it's the conversation you have about that. It's like, how do you handle someone being hypothetically racist? Or hypothetically intolerant of another human being? Mm-hmm. It's You can't necessarily always just straight up attack them. You have to kind of get down to the root. You know, Not to name names, but look what happened at my house just a couple weeks ago. With that one person, that one one man. And he said some really insensitive things. And as he was leaving, I pulled him off to the side and I was like, hey, like, you know, we are not those types of people. So what what made you feel so comfortable saying them? And it all comes down to that conversation of getting down to understand who they are 
where they come from, what environment they come from. Not that it's excusable, but it's teachable. But it's, also, it's learning how to teach people disclaimer. how to be more. We're not racist here at the Fort mm-hmm. We're not racist anywhere. But, yeah. or racist anything like that. But like, I know that there are some times where we like say things that are like provocative and uh, controversial, but it's all. It's all love. I mean, yeah, we don't say anything love, to like, we don't say anything to degrade another human being. No, yeah, no. we never we never say stuff like that. Some sometimes it's said like out of pure ignorance, like where we're like, oh whatever, and then you do the research and it's not. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> ah! What? I didn't mean it. Oh. Well, no, but I was. I don't saying, even know what you guys are talking about. No, it's good. <laughs> when. When the book comes out that mm. annotates every single thing, when we when the I tell-all. transcribe it, I'm just gonna give a quick little. So so way back when, like Katie said something, we were having cocktails, like just chilling and whatever. And Katie said something that she no, didn't we even, were recording. No, I know, but we were also having cocktails and chilling, <laughs> whatever. But um, Katie said something along the lines of gender and like how there's like two genders or whatever and then i was like on on the episode because this was aired and we were like i was like um it's still aired there yeah i'm like there's definitely more than just two katie and blah blah and then she took it upon herself to do the research and found out there were like 52 different but i didn't do that till the next day so we no obviously because we record like kind of late at night we so were it, recorded know. and then felt like that weird okay was that like you so felt like it wasn't your truth like you know you didn't no, know yeah because it was it was very lighthearted. katie was just being witty like like there's not just two like blah blah and i was like no katie but there are and then that was like the teachable like learnable moment which is beautiful because <laughs> you really get to see then her we, heart. Then we went to sleep, and <coughs> of course... Katie was mortified. All night. So, tossing and turning, and I wake up at, you know, the very early morning, because I love the sunrise. At 5 a.m. At the 412, between Vineland and Lancashire. Uh. <laughs> and so I look it up. I'm so people are going to come and kill you guys in your sleep. No. <laughs> I they haven't come for us yet. And then God. I look up and then I see all this research and I'm like, I'm so embarrassed because of course I would never want to do anything that's... To feel someone not validated. Right. And, like, and to be so ignorant. And then especially the one that I love so much, my roomie. And of course I had to wait for this one to wake up for like eight hours later. <laughs> he's like, he's like, so I'm I like, feel so embarrassed. I did the research. There's like 52. Like, <laughs> uh, she was mortified. And I'm like, no kidding. Like, that's good that you and if know I'm, that, but if, let it go also. Like girl, now you know better, but she's like, so I let it go a long time ago and you brought it up last night and tonight. No, I know. But the so reason, who's not letting up? The reason, <laughs> no, out. the reason that I, that I've even brought it up is because I was reiterating what I was saying last night, um, on air where it's like, you know, when to we do a live show or like, when I think of the future, I don't oh, want. That's right. I don't want it to be like a. No. Oh, this was sad or whatever, whatever. And that was really one of the most important things that I do recall you saying last night is, Bertie does not want it to happen that when we're on stage because then you can't take it back. You, I mean, not that we took it back. It's like. It's a. It's, it's, you know, it's a teachable moment. Yeah, it's, right. It's honest. It's innocent. Like but, it wasn't. But, but the then, whole point is then that then we're then we're, in, sorry, <coughs> then we're in front of an audience and I make a misstep or Brittany makes a misstep. Mm-hmm. You can't take that back. Because well, because there was fun. also an episode where I said, "Girl, this was I was like lit. This was early on. I think it was episode five. If you want to quote me on it." Possibly. <laughs> Nobody is. I think it was like episode five where I said something like, something about a prostitute, like blah, blah. Mind you, I have friends that are sex workers and who right. do that. And, you know, we have respect for them. Of course. And obviously I do as well. But I just misuse the term because I'm just, sometimes I'm just like letting go. And it's not necessarily like this super offensive term. Like I'm not coming for you, but... 
you know, then I corrected myself on the episode where I was like, I mean, sex worker. But y'all know what I mean. Like, you know, because I was also lit. We were having fun. But it's, I feel like it's about those teachable moments and really letting people know, like, this is my heart. Maybe I said this. Maybe I said that. But this is who I am for real. I just don't know why I have it in my head. Republican pie, maybe because of Slake, Fransky, or Drake. Whatever, the politest boy ever. Um, and I really the want their so chicken polite. pot pie, and I want to try their lemon pie. But we're, we will be popping up somewhere. We need to, we're going to do that little <coughs> rehearsal next Saturday night. And then, yeah, we get out there, and who knows? And there may be negativity. No, yeah, like, can you imagine us on stage and then... Okay, now we're taking questions, and like someone's like, "Well, y'all said this, that, and the third, and blah blah," and you're just like, on stage, you have to be able to have still have a presence, still like, you know, own up to whatever you're doing, like, but But still protect your brand, and like, you know, but it's also about preparing ourselves mentally for that because you have to be prepared for the worst. Not saying that that's gonna be a thing, but you have to be prepared. I don't think it should be a thought in your mind if you feel like you haven't done anything. You haven't done anything in this no. podcast that's been super... No, but also, there are so many times in life where I'll say something and then I'll know instantly because of the person's reaction that they took it as me being shady when I yeah. was just being completely honest. Where, like, I said something... Actually, this happened to us the other night. When I was at your place and I said something, I forget what I said, but I remember your reaction because you like thought I said something shady and I'm like, it was very awkward, but I'm like, I didn't say anything. Like, I didn't mean it shady. And then this happened to me with Katie the other night where I was like, you know, I said something like, I didn't. I don't know what's, what might happen to you. Like, you might disappear, whatever, whatever. You know what I said. Right. But she took that as, like, me also being shady. And I'm like, no, girl, I was genuinely concerned. Hmm. So, you know. I think <laughs> that happens to me a lot. Okay. Actually, I'm taking that as much more shade. Ah! <laughs> you see? Um, you, like, we had a conversation and dot, 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 and... Don't worry, I have you. No, I love you. I'll be there too. I love you too. No, it was something. It was, it was something. But also, we were joking about this being an hour-long right. episode, but we're at fifty-seven minutes. Are we really? What? Yeah. Wow. How funny. Do you see how it happens, though? Yeah. Like, I was literally like, oh, you, you guys talking, are like, oh, it's just... gonna be like thirty minutes, and I'm like, it's gonna be more than an hour. Wait, <laughs> no, we. This is why we never had Andrew on our show. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> But we do need to talk about what we ate tonight. Oh my god, the oh, dinner was true. beautiful. Right. Because that was like so one who of wants the. To do it? Well, uh, Wally Birdie, excuse me, made awesome. breaded chicken, oh my god, which so was good. delicious. Oh, thank you. And they made some mushrooms and some wild mushroom ravioli, and they made some sausage for an appetizer. And you guys made some chimichurri, sauce, chimichurri, and some. some it some was the broccoli. Wild, yeah, we made. A, you guys made a lot of food. Roasted broccoli. The roasted broccoli was delicious. The, That's honestly my favorite way to make broccoli. I love it when it's a little crisp. Bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof, love it. Wally learned love that it. from Carmen, and yes. I think you bested Carmen on this one. No, she, she would be the first to admit it. So the wild mushroom ravioli with an alfredo and pesto sauce, delicious. Yeah, um, steamed artichokes with Ooh, the artichoke butter, with the artichokes with butter, butter, lemon, butter, lemon, garlic. There was a lot of butter, lemon, garlic, olive oil going on yeah. all the way around. Which I feel like and cheese. Like sometimes mm. when you do meals that are like a little all over the place, like there's not really a uniform <laughs> well, that, to them. That was the thing we. No, but I feel like once if the as long as the tastes are similar, Got it. it kind of so all like, like matches together. Yeah, like yeah. who makes ravioli right. with like 
with like no, breaded but, but chicken imagine and like broccoli, you know, like, ravioli with a red sauce, and then you have like lemon butter artichoke, chicken, and then like yeah. the chicken is like it, it doesn't make sense. But oh, you had all the same flavors throughout every exactly. dish, exactly, and so it really did blend well. Because I'm someone that when I cook, I try and have like a, and this goes way back to my childhood. Like you make it's a always a uniform, like yeah. it's always a theme, like. You need a, a meat, you need a side, and then, like, a salad or another side. Okay. Like, However, so, if you knew yeah. how, like, the whole thing started out, it was just mainly, hmm, I'm missing this. I'm, like, craving this. Let me, how can I put oh, this together? Oh, Katie, yeah. Like, my entire She's day She's like, this is the was, menu, and I'm like, oh, okay, was Katie, me but thinking, none of this makes sense. And then I'm going to change about that, and then I get into the grocery store, and I'm like, and she's like, this sounds good, Ralphs, too. By the way. <laughs> and I'm like that looks so good. So Sponsor us, Ralphs. We want free food. <laughs> we just, we just wanted to be able to impress you. And oh, I'm always impressed by you guys. And we were definitely impressed with the bottle of champagne. Oh dear, that was delicious. I'm still drinking it. So proud. Thank you. She really was. I She'd be her. like, that's it. Like that's my son. No, I don't like cheap alcohol. You really put me right into the corner with that. Like, <laughs> so, Katie, is this... Like, is this, this okay? Katie? <laughs> no, because he ran out. He came and then he ran out. And he's like, I'm going to get you guys a bottle of champagne. And Katie's like, as long as it's nothing cheap. Mind you, when we're talking Wait, and cheap, then Andrew's like, so what do you consider cheap? And I'm like, tots, Andre, Andre like cooks. $6 bottles of champagne and whatever. He's like, no, and then he's about to leave the door. He's like, okay, so nothing under $30. And we're, and we're like, like, no. 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 <laughs> nothing under 10 <laughs> And we're good. And shows up with a $70 bottle of champagne. Ugh. It was a good bottle of champagne, though. It was such a good taste. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is I just Super don't. Super crisp. Yeah, it was delicious. I just don't like, I'm not a alcohol drinker, per se. Like, I do drink alcohol, but I'm not like a you huge. You rarely drink. Yeah, I'm not like a heavy drinker, like even at a You're party. You're like a connoisseur. Yeah, like I like a good, like a good tasting cocktail. Of course. Right. Or something, or like a good glass of wine or a good glass like, of champagne. I more cocktails. <clears throat> yeah. One and done. The one and done. Well, I'm like more of like the, let's have a bottle or two of wine, you know, like. Of course. Right. That's the way that I am. Left. So if I get... If I drink something, like, God forbid somebody puts a bottle of Tito's vodka <coughs> on this table, I would never drink it. So Sorry, I don't I don't consume rubbing alcohol. Sorry. Well, we don't mind Tito's. I like Tito's, but so what kind of vodka do you like? Because um, you're more of a tequila. I am more of a tequila yeah, of person. Course. I love the De Leon, De Leon tequila. Love De Leon. Super Especially because smooth. Bordeaux's last name is De Leon. So. Yeah, true. Um, I, but I, I do love Casamigos. I don't know how to pronounce it. Casamigos. No idea what you're talking De Leon. De Leon. I know the George Clooney one. But. Casamigos is George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Bless his heart for making amazing tequila. And um, for vodka, honestly, I'm a big fan of Belvedere. I think mm-hmm. it's for the Love price, Belvedere. it's such I a good Belvedere. tasting vodka. Honestly, I'm kind of over Grey Goose. Well, they're very me similar, too. but Grey Goose to like, me is I still not as smooth. Belvedere, it feels more like Grey Goose is like, oh, we're, we have a table, like, we feel like being bougie, let's get a bottle of Grey Goose. Wait, and, where were we when I asked for Belvedere for the martini? And they're like, We were just at dinner the other night. We were at, where was oh, it? For, um, it was Gourmet 88. Gourmet 88 in like, Burbank. No, like, we, we have Grey Goose. That. And I'm, you know, it's not something I'll be like, ugh. I don't want the co- I don't want the Pepsi. I want the Coke. You know what I mean? Right. But it's, I'm definitely the I don't want the Pepsi. I want the Coke. Yeah, I'm definitely like if they have Pepsi, I'm just like I'll have a Sprite. Listen, <laughs> I'll have a Sierra Mist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I don't even have Sprite, and you're like, wait, Ugh. okay, we need to wind this episode. I know uh, it's so addictive, though. Listen, we'll be, of course, we'll be talking for long after. I can only imagine what the hell our live episode is gonna be. Well, probably another hour. We just need Season our finale. guests to come with questions. Well, if you just group text our friend group, you need to I guarantee that. at least 20 people will be there, including myself. No, I know. But this is okay. also something that came up last night. Right. So we just decided this is what we want to do. Season finale. So we're working on it. I love it. No, and I'll be there. Can you just send it in the group text? Of course, but we have to compose a message, be 
you know, tell everything. Yeah. Girl. And I think we should do it right away. I mean, not also, this Katie and I, this is the, the first moment in the day that Katie and I are really talking when we're not fighting over cooking. Oh, oh my God. In I silence. walk into the, I walk in into the apartment in and they're silence. literally in silence. Oh, hey, both of them at separate times. So I'm like, <laughs> uh, what did okay. I just walk into? So we can finish up the story with how it all began where we were obviously all over the place with what we wanted to serve you. We Katie were, was we, all over the place. I was, was rolling shady. with the punches. Um, we were so excited that you had put in the request to be a guest. That mm-hmm. was like huge. Well, it wasn't necessarily a request if I'm being 100% honest. I was at dinner with Katie, not last night, but the night before, right? Right. And I simply just said i'm over it i'm sick of having seeing all my friends on this podcast and i was promised to be the first guest and it's now season three winding down season three and i'm yet to be a guest so i told katie i was like over it i'm gonna be on a guest your next episode and they both made it happen two days later, which is today, the 3rd of January, 2020. Well, I ran to the that ladies. That so weird. I'd, I'd already texted Birdie, and then there wasn't a response. And so I, she called that's me. That's when I ran to the ladies like, at Cormier 88, and I'm like, what? Mind you, I'm always down, so I was just like, okay. Like, All right, listeners, I will promise that I'll also be a guest next season. I'll Her? force myself yes. into it. Um, even though if you might not like me, Permanent get over it. Guest. No, we uh, no, not you guys, the but. viewer. I'm listen. I'm here for it. I love podcasts. I wanted to start my own podcast, and then I was just like, that's too much work. So I'm gonna mm. go and <laughs> talk along on your guys's podcast. Trust me, it's, it's a, a lot, lot of work, work when you're starting. So, but, but then now feel we have free like to jump in. With we us. have a little routine now, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, this has been it great. feels a lot. What easier. an amazing! This has been a dinner party, genuinely, like champagne tequila now wine and you know just hanging out and genuinely enjoying each other's company even though there's not necessarily a set interview or topic we're just right. talking and going with the flow which is you don't genuinely our friendship on the table yeah i mean that's our conver- that's our friendship though is like we literally just talk about whatever comes to mind no filter no reservations we have no um, you may I, have to make a reservation. Except for cursing. <laughs> well, excuse me for, for the cursing table. earlier. Um, I'm still drinking too. champagne. Oh I don't know what to tell you. Oh, that being said, love you guys so much. We, we are love you. wrapping up. Wait, can I say something? Yes. Yeah. Okay, listeners. Is that what you guys call them? No, we don't really I have think a. We do call them. I you said listeners do. when you started. I think started. we say audience. <laughs> All right. No, I think we say well, listeners. I'm gonna say listeners. Okay. okay, listeners. Something to leave this episode with is <gasps> to constantly give love. Yes. Give acceptance. Show acceptance. Show tolerance. Teach people how to love better. Teach people to be more empathetic. Teach people how to love you and love yourself. Because yes. at the end of the day, we all want to be loved and we all want to love the same way. We just have to make sure. That we do it the right way. And that being said, bye! Stay in school! Bye! Bye!